in a world. Come with me if you want to live. Just tell me one thing, Burke. Get out of here, Prano. I got a stage five clinger. You're going out there to destroy the FBI. Your father was captain of a starship for 12 minutes. Oh, you just said a mouthful there. He saved 800 lives. But the world will know him as Superman. I'm just gonna bash your brains. You can be damn sure we'll avenge it. Hey, bros. It's the Coming Soon cast with Sean and Vito. Where we discuss and digress about upcoming movie trailers. Bad news. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'm going to be without my flash drive unless I just go buy a new one. Because I wiped it and put all my tax stuff on it. Went to my tax guy this weekend. Guess, lo- where, guess where it is. <laughs> <laughs> At the tax guy's office. Which is like deep Hollywood. It's deep Hollywood. It's it's so deep Hollywood, it might just stay in Hollywood right. until next year. Until next year. <laughs> Could you mail that back to me? Yeah. Wow. So funny, because I called him. And I was... More than halfway home, so it was like I'm not driving back. Again. No way, not for that. Not for two. Not for the four dollars I spent on it. I'll go <laughs> back that. to Target and I'll get another one for totally, four bucks. Totally, I'm bro. good. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> all it's got is my tax stuff on it. That's Merry it. Christmas. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Wipe it and congratulations. There's your there's your uh, present for the year. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so I have to borrow one tonight, bro. I guess so. <laughs> now, with that said. Um, I don't know if I should be upset. I don't know if I should be angry. I don't know. You, my friend. Oh. You brought another podcast into this place. (laughs) (laughs) Technically not into this place. Well, it stinks like another podcast in here. (laughs) Well, you know, Ricardo can be a, uh, uh, what's the word? Pungent person? Wow. Is that right? Yeah, well, I get pungent. It's Pung- a good use of the word pungent. Good use of the word pungent. Yeah. Um, so if you're smelling Mexican, it could be uh, Ricardo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, uh, smelling uh, Mexican with a, uh, with, a, with a small hint of <laughs> Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> of pretension? No, oh, Brandon. No, Brandon. No, Brandon. Well, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Brandon. Oh, come on now. Come on. <laughs> um, yes, I was asked to be a guest mm. on the film podcast. On the film podcast. Now, I will say, technically, yes, you have already been a guest on that podcast. That has. But so. did I bring him into your house and record? <laughs> Heck no. Sure didn't, because that would have been weird. Hey, listen, bro, here's a couple tickets to the movies. Yeah, I'm, I'm warning Go you enjoy yourself. Um, now this was when you went on that was pre-Ben yes Uh, yes that was pre-Ben yes so there was no child running around no no there was no child running around it was it was mere a mere thought in somebody's mind probably probably yes so yeah apparently he goes to bed at 8 after 8 you're good but we need to start at 7 so that Uh. we didn't interfere with this podcast got it got it so you were thinking about me then well he actually ricardo was technically, <laughs> oh wow because he was you like, were like well, i was I asked fucking... him, i said why why did you know i'm just curious it's not a big deal i'm like oh, hey it's good for me i don't have to go anywhere now. right right it's like oh well, you know whatever so i was like okay so he brought his like his his thing and i was like oh, i don't have stuff Vito has all the stuff he's like right. oh, no, i got my whole rig i'm like i just need a, we just need a place I'm like, wow oh, okay so we actually did it in the backyard oh wow all right, um, pulled up some chairs around the uh, table. Around the table because we because he has like table stands. He doesn't have the cool oh right arm right. stands like you have. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, 
Because back to the days when he was like super legit, when he had like a whole table and a whole deal. And oh, then, yeah. And then he had a kid and all that. Yeah. Out the door. Got to be mobile. Can't keep that stuff set up anymore. That's right. This podcast has got to have some wheels now. That's right. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So they came, you know, we over and um, their format, it's a lot. It's a lot different. You know, they just kind of have a subject and they'll just kind of talk about it. You know, they don't they don't have a structure as, as structured as we are. Right. Um, but the theme was, mm. we were discussing Rocky three, oh. four, oh. and five. Wow. Yes. Went down that path. Yeah. Initially I thought we were doing all six. Oh, okay. Um, but no, and I was told that they'd already done one and two mm-hmm. and then that we were going to do, you know, three, four, and five. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so it was, it was, yeah, it was cool. It was, and then it was interesting to kind of just go down that path. You know, I mean, it's no secret that we're both Rocky fans in general, right? Um, especially of the the latest installment in the series of Creed. Good luck. Um, so it was kind of interesting to go down, and I, I will say, and I, I told them both this. I said I was, you know, I was ready to have to defend these movies to you guys. Oh, um, but it was quite the contrary. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, they were they were definitely big fans and you know, we were just kind of we'd talk about, you know, the differences and you know <laughs> since Rocky Four is half montage. Um <laughs> big music video. And it's funny, we even talked about how the first montage kind of takes away from that training montage that the one you're really waiting for. Oh right. The one that really sets it up. Yeah, yeah. but it's funny but but they have that montage of it's him in the in the Ferrari Right, driving know, around, driving around, and then recapping all the first two movies. And you're like, "Oh, that's right. We need a montage for the first two movies. A montage for the montage, and then we're gonna do a montage for the training. That's right. We might do the fight as a montage. <laughs> Not sure yet. It's <laughs> um, so that was, you know, that was kind of. It was just cool to kind of go down this path, and and uh, Brandon put out. You have to. You can listen to the whole episode. Hmm. Uh, coming out soon. Uh, I will blast it on Facebook when. Yeah, it, yeah, we'll, we'll comes pimp out. it out. Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not sure the exact date, um, but, um, but yeah, the full episode is definitely you know take a listen. Uh, kind of different format, but definitely I think it'd be interesting if you're especially if you're a fan of the Rocky movies at all. Yeah. Uh, but Brandon, uh, put this out, which I was like, oh, I'm not mad at that. That the first three, it could be a trilogy. Oh. The series could end on three. Oh, interesting. Okay. If you think about it, because it's all about Rocky and Apollo's relationship. Right. Those three. And it it really kind of ends, you know, really with that. that it puts that button on that the button end. with this the, the the famous iconic punch, which like turns into a painting, which right. is an actual painting, apparently. Oh yeah. And then that's apparently I found out tonight was it's in Adrian's restaurant. Like the, the restaurant eight, you know, oh, in, is it really? in Rocky Balboa. It's like like they don't somebody kind of set points to it or something, but they don't really talk about it. But it's there. Oh, it's sitting there in the background. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I gotta like I gotta rewatch and like check that uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, so I thought that was a actually a really good point. Um, you know that just kind of being, you know, because when he wrote the first one, he wasn't this wasn't supposed to be a series like a, no no a franchise. It, it was a one and done one and done because that's how it ends with that iconic freeze frame. Right. Um. So anyway. But it was good. It was good, and it was. I was glad that they appreciated the movies definitely as much, right? Um, you know, obviously people have a little different perspective on things, but um, but overall, we're all fans, so that's sure. You know, that's nice because I 
I didn't want to throw down. You know what I mean? No, you didn't want to be the, all night long talking about how they're wrong and you know, or sure, just having to de- having to defend something that you love. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it all day though. No, no, I know, <laughs> but you don't want to have to go down. Of that. course, I wasn't, but I was prepared. But uh, yeah, I was pleasantly. I did not have to do that. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, so it was good. It was it was interesting. That it was it was kind of weird to not kind of be running it, you know? Oh, right. Like not be the host, as it were, but sure. be the guest. Yeah, and just kind of chill out. Yeah, kind of chill, but then also like, oh, am I contributing enough? Am I, am I giving enough? <laughs> so funny. You know? I had that when I was on. I had that same thing because it was like, oh, I, uh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, because like they're, I, mean, I don't maybe a little bit more intellectual about it. Yeah, well, plus they're dynamic. Mm-hmm. Just like me and you, they know each other really well, so they kind of work off one another sure. very well, but in a in a more intellectual way. Yeah, more kind of heady and more yeah. um, uh, less enthusiastic at times. Way maybe, <laughs> right, way right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there were a couple times where I felt like when I opened my mouth, I'm like, wow, uh, I'm a little too animated for this, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Not quite the bro vibe, <laughs> right, um, right? Exactly. But you know, it was good. It was just, it was, it was kind of, it was good to kind of just, you know, it was like a different muscle almost. Sure. To kind of be more sit back and you know and be in the pocket more. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. But we're back here, and uh, uh, you know, this is where I'm a little more, uh, a little more comfortable. We can dumb it down now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> For ourselves, that That's is right. Intellectual. Not in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Big words only happen by accident. That's right. (laughs) Or they're misused. Either one. Hey, Siri, what does intellectual mean? (laughs) (laughs) What you are not. Exactly. Uh, I don't have that answer for you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so good stuff. Nice, nice. So, yeah, everybody... Keep a keep a listening. Keep an eye open. We'll we'll put the uh, link. Yes, for when uh, my boys on that podcast when that airs, so you can listen to them there as well. And uh, you know, let them know what you think about his analytics when it comes to uh, you know Rocky. Yeah. So, but that's not this podcast coming soon. Cast that's us. That's who we are. Uh huh. We're not intellectual. No. We're just two guys. Just two bros. Who like talking about movies and trailers. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So why don't we do that? Let's do. Our first trailer this evening, Vito, is... Mother. Mother. No, that's mother with an exclamation point. Oh. Oh. That mother. That mother. It is a drama horror mystery. I can read the synopsis. A couple's relationship is tested when uninvited guests arrive at their home, disrupting their tranquil, tranquil existence. Tranquil. Yes. I put an extra one in there because it was so good. (laughs) (laughs) Starring Jenny Laws. Jenny Laws or Jenny Lars? Lars. Oh. Jenny Lars makes because Laws. I mean, I know Lawrence Law. Uh, Law L A W. I know, but you say Lur. You don't say Lars. Jenny Lars. Jenny Lars. Okay. Jenny Lars. There we go. There. That's what it is. 
Ooh. Javi Dems? <laughs> That's it. Javi Dems. Javi Dems. Uh, oh, and then he takes it. He steals it from you. Eddie Harris. Eddie Harris. Okay. Uh, okay. Shelly Fife's. Shelly Fife's. Got to go with that, right? Yeah, definitely Shelly Fife's. Okay. Uh, there's a couple other people you probably recognize, but those are the big hitters. Yeah, that's definitely the big. Yeah, that, those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Christy Wiggs is in this? Oh, really? Oh, she wasn't in the trailer. I didn't see her. She must be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Derry, Derry R. Whoa, how would you do that? Oh, the director? Yeah. Derry Skis. Derry Skis. Derry Skis. Yeah, for Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky? Yeah, I can't seem to talk tonight. Darren Aronofsky. Thank God I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) Good thing there's a mic on. Yeah. What you think, bro? Mm. Well, this is a bunch of crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) um i'm not sure how i feel about this like there were moments where i was like oh okay Mm -hmm. like it looked interesting and then it just got crazier and crazier and crazier and like to the point where i'm like i don't know if this is gonna be worth the ride oh okay you know what i mean like yeah i don't i want to come out like this psychological yeah, definitely psychological. You know, which I'm not mad at. I like me a psychological, like, horror thriller type of movie. But at the same time, it kind of went there and then kept going. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is, that a, is that a tapped out? Wow. No, well, not tapped out. Okay. Okay, so did you like Requiem for a Dream? Okay, we have to have this conversation. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, please do. Let's have this conversation. That is a movie that I have still not seen. Oh, oh okay. Well, then, you, okay. But I saw Black, Black Swan, and I, I liked Black Swan. You did? I did. Okay. Were you tapped out on Black Swan? A little bit. Oh, okay. I didn't love Black Swan. Oh, okay. I, th- I, I felt like it lulled in a few areas that I was like, uh, but I felt like the payoff was worth it to me. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I reckon I, you know, the girl loved it. Yeah. Um, and maybe it was a little overhyped for me by the time I saw it. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like Black Swan. It's the whole thing. Did yeah. She, did she win the Academy Award for that? She I know nominated. she was nominated. I can't remember if she actually won. I can't remember either. Um, I'll look that up. Um, but then he also did The Wrestler. Right, which is which I effing love the the wrestler. Right, so you know, it's two of one, half dozen of another. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, um, what I'm saying is, you know, the guy can. He's a good. I think he's a good director. She won. She did win. That's what I thought. And you know, he takes swings. He definitely takes swings. He has no problem swinging. Um, for me, I thought Wrecking for a Dream was you know was was pretty good. Like it's. It's kind of, you know, at that, from that, at the, and this is, you know, wow, this is almost 15 years ago, right? That came out. Oh, probably more. Um, and, you know, it's, it put everybody, you know, and the performance he gets out of. Um, the mother. Yes. Uh, oh, the mother. <laughs> is, you know, amazing. Ellen Burstyn. Burstyn, that's it. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing in that movie. Everybody's good in it, but she's, to me, really stood out. Right. 
Um, you know, and it's it's but it's one of those you're like, uh, I'm good on seeing that again. You know, right? No, and that's probably one of the reasons why I've I've been holding off from seeing it. Oh, yeah. Everybody I talk to is like. Yeah, it's a movie you only watch once. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't go on that ride it more than once. Right. So you know, the guy's got a history of kind of being a little out there. You know, taking swings. Sure. This is definitely. I mean, it's funny because it started kind of. It, well, you know, it was that weird thing where like, well, this isn't help, this isn't the movie that this is. It's not going to be this. It's going to switch soon, and Ooh. then of course it does. Right. We have no idea what the story is on this. None. Besides the fact that. Well, I well, I'll say this. I've got one little hint that this could be cuz they hinted to Javier Bardem's character is the central like he's linked with the house somehow. Right. And so therefore we could have some supernatural stuff going on. Well, yeah, I think so. You know what I mean? So whether it be he was locked away and thing and uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> I, who knows? Because there's a there's obviously a cellar or something down there that's got a lock right. on it. It's got a lock. There's a wall that's been or thing sealed that's been up, wall, sealed up. Yeah, yeah. That you know our our Jenny our Jenny Lars has to uh, you know unlock. Yeah, she's kind of she's kind of us in this, right? She's right. The, representing the audience. And yes. She's how we're going to go on this journey. Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think going in with this, knowing that it's going to be some kind of crazy ride. Yes. But also, I, what I will say, though, is, you know, you have some pretty venerable actors in this. You do. I mean, with Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer being this weird kind of older sex couple. like Right. Like, they're not just doing that casually. No. So, I think, you know, there's definitely a thing of everybody's taking a swing. Like, this is the movie we get to take a swing in. This is something we've never done. Sure. We get to be a little out there. We get to we get. This is a, something different, right? So I I can totally appreciate that, especially for people who have pretty much been there, done that, right? Yes. Two actors that have done any every kind of movie, you know, almost every kind of role, you know. So this is something they get to do different, and it's like a you know an Academy Award nominated director, right? And this potentially <laughs> could be a movie that if it if it swings and hits. That it'll this will be just another legacy of his that everybody's like, oh, do you see Mother? Yeah, no, totally. You know what I mean? Um, could we make Jenny Lars and Javier Bardem any less age compatible? Oh my gosh, bro, that's my biggest complaint. Yeah, one one of the biggest complaints is I'm like, I know Hollywood likes to take older men and put them with younger women, but I'm like, really? I don't buy it for a hot second. I don't. Bro. Yeah, I, I'm. I was already tapped out on it the moment I realized they had those two together. I know. Like, like literally, they're laying next to her in bed. I'm like, I was like, no. It's almost like your dad and your daughter. Like this is uh, not right. a good look, right? Because any girl in her right mind doesn't sit and look lovingly to somebody like that. They go, eh, I need the money. You know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's a little weird for me. Obviously, you know, she's very hot right now. Yes. And, you know. And he can play creepy. He can play creepy like nobody's business. Yeah. So I understand why they got cast. Plus, she can be an emotional wreck on film. Yeah. No, she does do- be legit about it. No, no, that's true. She's very, she can be very emotional. Yes. Um, although it's funny. I feel like in real life, she's like zero emotion. 
Well, I think it's I don't know. I'm just saying, like, anytime I've seen her interviewed, yeah, it's just like, is anybody there? Like, oh, really? Oh, I'm always mm-hmm. like, I'm always like, <laughs> she's kind of made a name for herself for being like. You never know what she's going to say on an interview. Well, like, uh, you're right about she that. She can get up and start dancing and like, what? And you're like, what is going on right now? Right. But I, 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 I kind of get from her like that it all gets poured into the screen. No, absolutely. You mean like that? I would agree with that's that. That's how, how I deal with my life. I guess right. I deal with all this kind of stuff is all on screen. Yeah. I save I up can, everything for the screen. Yeah. And I can then, you know, again, another reason I'll never be a brilliant actor. <laughs> <laughs> I wear my fucking emotions on my sleeve. <laughs> um, except when the camera's on, then I'm like, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so I agree. I think that there's a lot of good people in this. So it has high potential because you don't get that many kind of people in in on a set like this and go, well, that's gonna suck, right? You know, and well. nine times out of ten, they're not gonna actually jump on board. For something like this, unless they know the script's decent. Right. You know? So, uh, okay, so is this... <laughs> is this the uh, the uh, rich white version of Get Out? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because it's all isolated in a house. Yeah. Someone's trapped, trying to get out. Wow. Um, but you're not absolutely you're not entirely wrong there. <laughs> no. And if you haven't seen Get Out, it's probably one of the best films uh did it come out last year? Uh where where were we at? Oh, it came out this year, I think, didn't it? Came out this year? Yeah, it's twenty seventeen. Yeah. Twenty yeah, seventeen, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the best films of twenty seventeen. Yeah. Go see it. I, I will say though there's also potential for me to be tapped out of this. Well, there's high potential for that for me. Yeah. Because I'm and, a, I'm I'm just watching the trailer and I'm kind of like by the end I'm like oh yeah I, I'm good I think I'm good yeah a lot of imagery yes um, and then you know I like the violin like anybody else but this <laughs> they use the psychological template for yeah. for the sound yeah because I don't remember like M Night does that in one of his movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Psycho started it all, probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, it was that one when he was doing like a horror movie, kind of. Yes. Yeah, but it's that little like. I mean, well, with yeah. every word, do we have to have it yeah. with every word? Uh, you know, okay. You actually did it with the of and the the, too? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, it, it, was, it was a swing. It was a swing. Yeah, okay. All right, so big question. What yeah. do you give this? I'll give this. Hmm. I'm going to go hopeful solid three. Oh, okay. I'll go hopeful solid three. Okay. There's there's a lot, you know, the, it has a lot of potential to be a POS, but right. then it also could be amazing. You That's know, true. If it all came together just right. Yes. You know, uh, again, I wasn't. I thought Black Swan was a little overrated, but I'm also not the brightest, as we've discussed earlier. <laughs> this isn't an intellectual podcast, so this is a little intellectual movie, though. And right. I think he's intellectual. I mean, I think for me, The Wrestler, it was almost anti-intellectual. It was so emotional for me. Right. And obviously, I'm a big fan of wrestling. Whatever, Mickey Rourke, like the whole thing just worked. Sure. 
Um, so that's giving it a little street cred for me. Um, this definitely feels more like a mix between Black Swan and Requiem for a Dream mm. than The Wrestler. Right. Which is why I could tap out. And then that's <laughs> why it's getting a hopeful solid three. Okay. What about you? All right. Well, one of the biggest things that knocks it down for me is the relationship between oh, our two yeah, leads. Yeah. I just I, – I already know – I feel like I'm going to have a hard time looking at that. Are they going to explain it? It's the other thing. Well, maybe they do a thing where it's why that they're together. Yeah. Yes. But I would say if part of your film is dedicated to explaining why the lead characters have to – yeah, why you have to buy whether or not the lead characters right. love each other, uh, that's not great. Yeah. So it gets – you're right, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I was going to, originally, I was going to say it's a hopeful, strong three. Oh. Because I actually like it. I like the idea behind it. Right. I like the craziness of it. Right. But I just can't buy that relationship. It's just so hard. Like, I think the whole time I'm going to, there's going to be a part of me that's like, <laughs> really? Mm. Really, guys? And that's going to take me out. No, that's legit. So that's legit. So you're right, bro. It's a hopeful solid three. All right. So mother exclamation point <laughs> gets a hopeful solid three from Shawnee. And uh you're right, bro, from Vito. Our second trailer tonight, Sean, is Thank you for your service. Oh, bro, you don't have to say that. I mean, we both work on this podcast, you know. It's not just me. Yeah, but you know, you do a lot of the setup and then the editing. You know. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, true that. But you know, you 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 do your fair share as well. Yeah, I do provide the house that we. Do. You do uh, you provide the house, and then you you do uh, you get the uh, movie versus trailers all prepped up. And, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. frankly, you probably bring a little bit more intelligent thought behind all of this than oh, uh, I you would, know. I would argue that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, this is uh, our next trailer. Uh, it's a bi- biography drama war. Mm, sure is. Um, a little synopsis. Mm-hmm. A group of U.S. soldiers returning from Iraq struggles to integrate back into family and civilian life while living with the memory of a war that threatens to destroy them long after they've left the battlefield. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Starring Miley Tells. Mm-hmm. Miley, uh, for Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. Not for Miley Cyrus. No, no. She would not be in this movie. Uh, Amy Schumes. Yep, for Amy Schumer. Even though we don't really know what the deal is with yeah, her in this. she was not in the trailer. Not in the trailer. And she doesn't have a character name. So uh, we don't know. Yeah, and then Hallie Benz. Yeah, for Hallie Bennett. And that's about all the big names. Uh-huh. Uh, what you think? I guess I had expectations. Okay. Because I thought this was going to be traditional kind of war. I don't know. I if it, it felt like it was going to be a traditional war film. Mhm. Where there's going to be I thought it was going to be more about an event than it was about the human condition. Okay. 
I mean, there is an event in this, obviously, that creates the human condition. Yeah, well, it's like a series of events, probably. A series of events, or, which... Or just just being over there in general, it seemed like. Yes. Um, but it's it took its time more than I expected it to. Okay. And so part of me was like, oh, okay. Um, I've s- kind of seen this before. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what's making this unique. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. Uh, believe me, Miles looks like he's doing a good job. It looks like it's going to be good film. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure why we're making it and I'm not sure it's drawing me in as much as it as much as I wanted it to. Because when I when we first when you first brought it to my attention, I was like, "Oh yeah, this looks like it's going to be one of those." Um, uh, what's the movie we we just did this a couple weeks ago? Uh, stronger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like a stronger, you know, where you're really rooting for. But this is so like down to earth and almost like this is life, right? We're not dramatizing anything. This is just life, right? And I'm like. Well, it might be too close to home for me to really want to go down that path. Oh, you know what I mean? Like back when you were in the at the war there. <laughs> well, no, just <laughs> ah, ah touche, <laughs> touche, my friend, <laughs> touche to you. Um, just like too close, <laughs> too close to the human struggle. I think is what I'm, uh, what I mean, and not not that I'm got a war based. Uh, existence, but oh, like, so you're saying too close to real life in that you feel like you could relate to this in a way because we all struggle in general, right? Okay, but I'm not sure if I want to go down that. I like I struggle every day of my life. I see. I don't know if I want to sit for an hour, or two hours to watch somebody to else. watch somebody else struggle just like I struggle. I see. I might be good. Okay. Okay. How about you? Um. I'm probably the opposite of you in mm. this one in that I like that it's not another war movie. Okay. Essentially, you compare this to Stronger because, I mean, obviously that's not to do with war. Well, it's terrorism, but right. I mean, that's kind of one person's fight to get back to some kind of normalcy or life, yes. whatever. Um, but similar, I guess, in the way that the everyday. The everyday, yeah. Right. And, you know, all right, I, I will agree. It's not a new thing. Soldiers coming back. Right. Trying to adapt. Yes. And having problem because of what they've been, been through. Been through. No, absolutely. And I don't, and I, let me say this real quick. I don't make light of that at all. No, no, I wasn't getting that at all from yeah. you. No, no, no. I, I, I know you weren't like being like, F the soldiers. No, no. No, if no, anything, no. I support them 100%. No, of course. So I think I like this because. There was really no glory mm. in him. Okay. You know, because we tend to kind of glorify being a soldier. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And not that we shouldn't, not that we should dismiss being a soldier, but I, I think we tend to, especially with movies, we show you all the best parts of being a soldier. Right. And this is showing essentially, uh, not the worst parts, but. A lot of the worst parts of being a soldier, mm-hmm. you know, the actual su- surviving through whatever they survive through. Sure. But then that, you know, that really coming home 
and having to deal with regular life. Right. Having to take out the trash and like it all seems so banal compared to what they were compared to living on the edge of your life. Right. At any moment you could be killed, you could be shot. And Your buddy that, could die. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I don't think anyone wants to really live there. No, but once you have, I think it's I think it's hard to to to, to switch back to oh just eh, mundane life. Sure, no, absolutely. Uh, and also, I think a lot of times too, you have a a definite direct purpose when you're over there. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like there's an there's an agenda. Right. There's a job. There's a a mission, as it were. There's a heightened awareness. There's right. Everything. Like and like, you know what you're doing. Like this is you. You've been trained to do this. Sure. Whenever you're trained for life, and this is where I think we can all relate. And I think maybe kind of getting to what you were saying, mm. in that life can suck a lot of the time. Right. You know, and you really it, you really have to make a conscious decision to not go down that path right you know what i mean to not and not everybody can make that conscious decision well especially when you've been trained to be a soldier right you know it's hard to kind of turn that off i think well sure i mean i i've known uh throughout the years i've known people that are in law enforcement actually my buddy pete all right you know i mean that man sat where he sat at the bar hanging with us because he could see the whole room. Right. Everything is based off of his training. <laughs> he right. Can't, he can't right. let it go and just have a beer. Right. You know, no, I mean, no, he okay. did. It just... But, no, you're right, but the, but he was very specific about, no, no, we can have a beer. I just need to sit here. Right. I need to have I need to have a sense of everything going on. Right. And you know, I'm sure it's like I can listen to this silly conversation we're having sure. while eyeing up the whole room, right? No, absolutely. And keeping track of the whole room. Right. You know. And so right. So then take that to almost a whole other level of like being in Iraq where Oof. at any moment a bomb can go like Yeah. Like And I, that and your job is to find the bombs. Right. So I think and and what are these? What is the average age of these guys? Oh, I would think twenty seven, maybe, maybe twenty four, probably elite. Uh, yeah, I would say somewhere from eighteen to twenty seven. Right. So twenty. Say, let's say twenty four. Yeah, I'd say this story revolves around probably mid twenties. So think about yourself at mid twenty, bro. Oh, I barely knew what I was doing back then. I barely know what I'm doing now. Right. So uh, I got a, a tad bit more information. Right. So I, I I think we really underestimate what we throw on these guys. Yeah. And what we want them to kind of endure and deal with. Right. And then, you know, because it's it's for what we, you know, it's it's for us. You know, it's like that. It's kind of an ironic title. Thank you for your service. Right. Well, kind of. Except that uh, we don't really care now. You're back. It's over. Yeah. You know, so I think they're going to touch a little bit on that. On like, you know, well, what are we doing for these guys now that they're back? And we train to be killers. Right. How do they deal with regular life? And Right. And then when they need help, because they touch that a little bit yeah. too, which is like, they need help and they're having a hard time getting help 
Yeah, getting whatever you know. I got to stand in line, and uh, doesn't my service pay for this? And sure, you know all, all that, that stuff. So you know, I think there's definitely some little commentary going on. Um, of course. So I'm definitely interested. Okay. Um, and potentially, you know, in going on this ride, and I think it's because there's they're really not glorifying any of it. And then it looks like that the Miles Teller character, he's the main character, obviously. Yeah. Is going to go on this kind of journey of like. I was a soldier, now I'm back, and now I have no I don't know what my life means. Right. And then I'm gonna go through and find out what my life means because because what I did, it affected these other people that I had even had no idea about, right? Sure, yeah. And I think I think that's a metaphor for life in general, you know? I mean I think I think we all underestimate how we affect people. No, absolutely. Even as minute as it might be. You know, you think in your job or, you know, whatever in your your circle or whatever, you know, it's that it's that kind of this is our you know wonderful. It's a wonderful life, right? Mm. That whole thing. Oh of yeah, like, yeah. Take you out of the equation, or you know, sim, you know, make you not exist, and, and then see how things are different. Yeah. Or you know, everybody's like, oh, no one would care if I died, and I'm like, well, I think people might, you know, I think you might be underestimating us. Yeah, you, you might be missed, you know, yeah. or at least well, at least we hope anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think there's just a lot of. A lot of different things, a lot of themes like that going on here. You know, I think we're using the the Iraqi soldier as the kind of catalyst, catalyst, or as the conduit is what I was trying to oh, say. Oh, conduit, yeah, okay, for a bigger story here. Sure, and I appreciate that. So. Yeah, I mean, it it definitely is. Um, it's well thought out. Obviously, yeah. we've got the writer of this has written two other films that are acknowledged as really good films right so it's gonna be in the right zone i just don't i don't know if off this trailer if i'm willing to go down because not only is there being a soldier kind of suck right then you got to go back home where it sucks so i got i'm surrounded by a bunch of suck (laughs) (laughs) well yeah (laughs) so i don't know if i'm i'm uh I could see myself wanting to go see this, mm-hmm. but I'd have to prep for it. Okay. You know. Is this a screener? It kind of has that vibe to it. Right? Yeah, yeah. I would I would not disagree with that. This might be a... I'm not going to the movie theaters, even though it's ideal to go see it there. Uh, this is a... I'm going to stay at home, and I, I might need to watch this by myself. Okay. You know, type of thing. It's kind of getting a little... Getting a zone. A little zone. Yeah. Be like, all right, you know, because... Uh, you know, might be getting emotional during this. Sure. And I may not need anybody else to be there to witness that. <laughs> <laughs> we can spoon, bro. It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, and, and it's funny because this is where like, something like this will, uh, will affect me more than watching the news. Oh yeah, no, I've tapped out on the news all day. Yeah, you mean like it's just like it's just it's it's so like. We'll talk about sensationalized. Yeah, well, there's that too. The media is like, ah, oh, we've got it's and talk about a template. Oh boy, if I got to hear, oh, we've got one dangling fruit of happiness, and we're gonna wait until the end of the hour, and you've got to watch all through the uh, horror to get to it. <laughs> right. Thanks, guys. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so yeah, and like I, you know. I remember not being sold on Miles Teller, mm. 
but then when he got the whiplash, it was like, nah, this kid's good. No, yeah, he's good. I would agree with that. Yeah, and it looks like he's doing a good job in this. And it's again, it's it's under under kind of understated too. Like, uh, mm. all right, magic question. Mm. What do you give it? I'll give this a solid three. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 solid, but I regardless of how I'm feeling towards whether or not I want to go see it, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm ding- I don't I can't ding the trailer for that. It's right. more the subject matter. But what I'm seeing, you know, it's shot really well. Miles looks like he's doing a good job. Uh, it's a heavy story, but it looks like it's probably going to be a ride as far as emotionals. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it looks pretty solid to me. I just don't know if I'm down for uh, seeing it at the movies, uh, even though I'll probably check it out eventually. But Okay. Yeah, how about you? I'm going to go strong three on this for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just, I kind of just like the whole tone of it. Mm. You know, I think it's just right in the right zone for me. Yeah. And I, I like I said, I really liked that there was really no glorifying going on. It was just, okay, mm, next day, how do we do? You know. How do we, how do we move on? How do we get through? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your service. Gets a solid three from Vito. And a strong three from Shawnee. Our third trailer this evening, Vito, is Patty Cakes. Baker's Man. <laughs> roll them up, roll them up, fast as you can. Sure. No, not really. No. <laughs> not not on this one. Nope. <laughs> no, this one is a flat-out drama, even though I say there's some humor in there. A D-rama. A D-rama. A D-rap-rama? Why'd I do that? Why'd don't, I do it? Don't quit your day job. <laughs> That's what they keep telling me. Uh, no, Patty Cakes centers around an aspiring rapper, Patricia Dombrowski, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Killer P, a.k.a. Patty Cakes. That's an S with a dollar sign. With a dollar sign. Who is fighting an unlikely quest of glory in her downtrodden hometown in New Jersey. Yep. That's about it. That's pretty much it. Uh, what do you think, bro? Yeah. <laughs> wow. It okay. was like, it's kind of like um, Eight Mile meets Hustle and Flow. Mm, kind of. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it an eight flow? <laughs> a patty eight flow? A patty eight flow. Oh, I don't know if we can say that officially. Ooh. That might be a bad look. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, I, I like the kind of the twist on it being a heavy set white girl that wants to rap and mm-hmm. is kind of in like the hood, and then has her kind of like this like Indian DJ guy kind of thing. So kind it's like, of, yeah. It, it's like the little un, like the unlikely combination trying to come to fruition. Right, right. right. It's an underdog story. Sure. No, absolutely. You know. It de- and that's that's where it relates to hustle and flow a lot because that that's an underdog looking to succeed. Yeah, and even you know? an eight mile too. I mean, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I probably lean more towards the eight mile vibe actually. Then, yeah, because this is a little more down to. It's real. No, it's real. You know, they're they're definitely playing it straight for the most part. It, we obviously got a little bit of artsy stuff going on in there at one. Yeah, point. a little bit of like either. Not flashback, but like um, her daydreaming about yeah, daydreaming. success. That's, yeah, that's kind of what what's going on. Yeah, um, and, and I appreciate. It. There's definitely trying to bring some humor to it. Yeah, you know, 
It's not all straight drama. But not like campy humor, like just everyday humor. I think it might get campy. No, oh, you think? Time. I think it might. You know, okay. Especially with the daydream stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I see what you're saying. I'm just saying that that's a different tone than like how 8 Mile was a straight just straight up drama. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's not that. No, no, no. It's no. got more humor into that. And I'm not mad at it. You know, I think it's... Uh, no, it looks like it's got a it's got a, a good mixture of that. There's a quirkiness to this as well. Yes. Which With, is inherent to her character, I think. Yes. You know, um, and the... Uh, I venture to say, uh, I don't like the word absurdity of her dream because it's not absurd to to want to be you know to have a to have a skill set and know, and figure out what it is and then want it to come to be a success right but this you know this verges on a Saturday Night Live skit too kind of I mean as far as the concept of it yes okay I got you gotcha. know, a, a, a fat white girl being a like huge rapper right it, it sounds like a pitch in an SNL room no, absolutely. That I would agree like with. Like starring yeah. Melissa McCarthy, right? Like, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Like, So there's a little bit of that. Sure. Where the absurdity, the quirkiness, you know, comes in. But then there was also, you know, there's some kind of just dramatic stuff going on too. Where some really real stuff. They look pretty deep. Yeah, I mean, and I like the, whatever the music was, it, it kind of set a good tone, I felt. Yeah. Because it, it kind of drew you in. It wasn't outright like rap gangster but it was right there was a vibe to it well i think it helped uh one of the benefits that i think it helped me with in the trailer was it kind of got me invested in her journey and it built nicely to what seemed like is a nice success yeah in potential theory, potential, potential. Success. Yeah. yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah I would agree with that so nicely constructed nicely constructed editor producer Everybody that put this together, yeah, <laughs> you no, know. totally, and you know, and I didn't mind the the quotes. Yeah, they didn't seem to distract. No, they seemed to kind of put them in right at the right time. Yeah, um, where it just kind of enhanced what we were seeing, right? Because essentially, there's nobody in this, nobody that you would really recognize. No, no, uh-uh. uh, was the one you were considering was the mother? She's oh, the, Rebecca, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, she's kind of the one that's done the most out of everybody. Bridget Everett. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's a she's a stand-up comic. Sure. And I've they've actually have seen her because of Amy Schumer, ironically enough. Oh, it's funny. Oh, well, she is kind of like an Amy Schumer. Well, yeah, she's in that and but she literally like she's been in on Amy Schumer's like sketch show. Oh, right. Okay. And then at the end of every season, she ends it with this girl coming out and doing stand-up for the live audience. Oh, and wow. it's always this like, super raunchy song that she'll sing. Oh, that's hilarious. You know, like, lick my whatever. And, yeah. you know. My hoochie coochie. Yeah, exactly. Like, but saying the actual, you know, making it just as raunchy as possible. Sure. No, absolutely. So that's kind of how I, so it's interesting to see her in a kind of more like a dramatic thing. Um, But, yeah, no, I'm definitely down for this ride. Uh, This looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, actually, to me. Yeah. Like, just an overall, it, like. I think we're going to go places with this and we're going to have a ride and you're going to be like, at times I feel like I might be like, oh, wow, this movie went there and like, it's getting me. Yeah. And then like, oh, that's hilarious. And one of the funniest things I've seen in a while, you know, type of thing, all in the same film. That's a good look. Plus it's, you know, under, everybody likes an underdog story. 
It's true. You know, so you want to? I think I think I'm going to at least be willing to go on this ride to see if she can pull it off. Yeah, and uh, all everything's pointing to she will. Yes, of course. I don't know how much of that is daydream and how much of that is reality. No, that's true. That's true. You know, I I was actually referring to the actress, but <clears throat> oh oh, gotcha. I mean, I I think the, this girl's good. Like I think. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. She's well cast and she's um, got some talent going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll, uh, what do you give this? I'll go strong three on this, bro. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, for an indie movie with nobody in it, right? I'm I'm down to go on the ride. Okay, you know, and you know, it, it's uh, the whole hip hop element. I'm you know, I'm a fan of that. Sure, um, but I think it's really about it's an underdog story. You know, no, absolutely, and of course, the ultimate underdog. Uh, being what we started the podcast with, Rocky. That's true. You know that that's the pinnacle of all underdog stories. Yeah. So you know, obviously this is a, not Rocky, but it, you know it's an underdog story. It's a mm-hmm. twist on that, and you know, uh, I like that our lead is a you know heavy set white girl that's not necessarily trying to be funny. You right. know what I mean? Like where it's like it's not Melissa McCarthy or Amy Schumer. Right. Not that Amy Schumer is necessarily in that category. Of heavy set, you know, right? But Liz McCarthy certainly is, and sure, and she owns it all day. Yeah, but you know. it's always a comedy. Sure. So this is going to have comedic elements, but it's a drama. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, strong three for me. What about you? All right. Uh, I'm gonna go. This is a potential four, bro. Oh. Yeah. I I I'm not sold that it's a four yet. Okay. But just the excitement factor from this trailer, this has got a very, it's leaning heavy in that direction to me. All right. That you could be walking out of this being like, mm, this is going to be a go-to for me. You know? Wow. Like, I could see this in my collection and I'm like, eh, let's throw it in every once in a while. It's kind of like Hustle, like when I think back of Hustle and Flow, to Hustle and Flow, mm-hmm. I remember kind of feeling the same thing, like, like, oh, wow, this movie hit me in a way I didn't expect it to. All right. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. And I feel like this has that potential. So, potential four from me. All right. So, Patty Cakes gets a strong three from Shawnee. And a potential four from Vito. Our fourth trailer tonight, Sean, is? Lemon. Lemon. You making lemonade, bro? I'm trying. <laughs> trying to make lemonade out of this lemon. <laughs> Life and your lemon. You make the movie? You make a movie aid? You make a douchey movie? I mean, you make- <laughs> Where's the sugar and water in this movie? Uh, uh, this is... <laughs> Wow. Well, allegedly, this is a comedy drama. That's what it says. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't see the word allegedly. Oh, really? Did I I say that? Yeah. (laughs) A man watches his life unravel after he's left by his girlfriend of 10 years. Sure. Wow. Just wow. Yeah. Mikey Sarah's? Michael Sarah? That's the biggest name in the That's movie. the biggest name. Uh, yeah, that's probably the... Yeah. Well, maybe well, Megan... Maggie Malls? Yeah, Megan... <laughs> Maggie Malls. Yeah, Ma- Megan Malala... M- Malali? 
Mulally and then and Neil Long kind of. Well, Reed Perlman's pretty big. Yeah, you know, these are all these all people have smaller roles. Yeah, Brett Gelman, I've I've seen him in a couple different things. Oh, you have? I have. I he was on a TV show that I was watching with um, a guy from Friends, Matthew Perry. Oh, okay. And playing kind of a quirky uh, shocker, quir- quirky dude. Um, <laughs> so it looks like he's doing something completely different. In oh, movie. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, just from the poster alone, I was almost getting this vibe. Right. But I was like, oh, no, maybe it'll be okay. Well, not quite. Wow. Um, I, my biggest thing, I feel like it's trying way too hard, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just trying to be quirky and different and goofy. Uh, and Right. And it's just, it's all an idea of it, something. It, it's all, yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. It's an idea of something. It's like, oh, we're going to try to write the – we're going to try to follow the template for these movies because it's definitely a template movie. Kind of, that's the thing. It, it, it's trying to not be, but it ends up – it really is. It, right, exactly. It doesn't want to be. No, no, no. It wants no, to no. be completely this like – Out there. Out there, quirky, funny, indie movie that got a bunch of people in it that you wouldn't – you haven't seen in a long time. Right. And – and it's brilliant, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> um, it's almost like they were trying to do like um, oh, Royal Tenenbaums. Who who made oh, that? Wes Anderson. Yes. So there's like a kind of watered down Wes Anderson vibe to this, right? Way watered down. Yeah. Yeah, like. Like the red Kool Aid is now light pink, right? <laughs> is that what's going on? Totally, totally. Yes. Like, and there's no flavor. No, it's just kind of pinkish, kind of. And you're or like, either that, or it's it's the water that my wife wrings out of her hair after she dyes it pink. That's, you're like, oh, it's a little bitter. I don't know why. Yeah, this dye shouldn't be consumed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, this is a wannabe Wes Anderson movie. That's kind of what I'm getting, right? Yeah, and they're trying too hard to be Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's just trying way too hard. Yeah, and like Wes Anderson gets a bunch of different name actors more than this guy does. <laughs> it's actually a girl. Or I was, yeah, I'm sorry, I meant girl. Um, because I did know that it was a girl. Um, yeah, it's just kind of falls apart yeah i mean even like really can we have another shot of somebody in a car banging the uh, steering wheel like really? how many times have we seen that so many times so many times that it's not even funny anymore. oh you're you're weird and your girlfriend left you really oh boy shocker but now you're with some like hot older black woman shocker <laughs> it's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're still quirky throughout the whole movie, but somehow that's endearing now. <laughs> uh, it's appropriately titled. I will say that. Well, it is. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, let me pull this back. Uh, Brett Gelman, you remember? The yeah. main guy. No, the the younger kid in it. Oh, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah is like 
the uh, Doc Brown of the whole thing. You know, like Marty, uh, you know, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I just am not impressed. Well, they, at all. This movie did it. Definitely did not come from Toyota of Orange. And for those of you who don't live in Southern California You don't get that at all Where you won't get a lemon I didn't get a lemon? At Toyota (laughs) Barnes Where you won't get a lemon I would have got got a lemon (laughs) (laughs) At Toyota Barnes Sure wouldn't have. Sure wouldn't have. Nope. <laughs> wow. That was a deep cut, bro. <laughs> that was a deep... Deep cut. That was a deep Los Angeles cut right there. I went local cut, bro. Yeah, you were like, F the rest of the world, That's listen right. to this. You gotta, be in, you gotta be in SoCal to know this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, bro. Yeah, bro. It's just... Uh, I want to feel bad for it, but I can't. No, I'm like you. You made your you made your film. You got to lie in it now. That's right. <laughs> Marinate net lemon juice. Yeah, yeah. And Ooh. I'm sure there's somebody that's gonna be like, no, no, it's brilliant. He might even be listening to the podcast right now. <laughs> no. uh, I invite you, sir or madam, yes, to tweet us or something and explain to me why I should care about any of this. Right. I might care more if it was a Wes Anderson film. Oh, definitely you would, because then it would be good. <laughs> we would have made it through the trailer without going, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And not to say that all Wes Anderson stuff is great. No, because, because it's... Life Aquatic, uh, heads up, bro. Uh, I'm good, bro. Yeah, that one that one kind of missed the mark for me, too. Yeah. The Royal Tannenbaums, all day. Mm-hmm. No, it's all a good look. day. Hi, <laughs> right, bro. Yeah. Ooh, I think we're done talking about this. Mm-hmm. We sure are. What? In God's green earth, do you give this? Oh thing? boy, I've got to go. I got to go too. Mm. It's just not there. It's just falling so short. It's an idea of an idea. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a. Oh, what's 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 Anderson got on everybody? I could do that. Yeah. Good luck. It's easy. <laughs> You just write quirky stuff and put it together. Put it, you know, and it's funny. Get a quirky lead guy. Yeah. Well, where's a where's a, a Mickey Mouse shirt and his and his headshot? That's quirky. That's quirky. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a two for me. It just falls flat. It didn't have any excitement factor. I didn't care about anything. I'm just I'm actually literally like, mm, good. I can avoid this film. Yeah. How about you? You're right, bro. <laughs> it's a two. Mm. It's an F U two. Wow. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm uh woof. You, you is this is this borderline pretentious or it doesn't even get that much credit? <laughs> <laughs> that would mean that it was at least intelligent <laughs> it does it yeah because it's not even it's no. not even going there well how about this it thinks it's pretentious right but it's not it's not because it's an idea of an idea of an idea <laughs> of an idea of a wes anderson movie <laughs> right so it's wes anderson see this trailer and it's like what the f man no he's probably like 
Yeah. It ain't easy, bro. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my world. I got this shit right. Yeah, like, uh, my voice is my voice. Mm-hmm. And you can try watering it down. Mm-mm. It don't come out the same. Usually when you water stuff down, it's not a good look. I would say every time you water it down. Mm. Yeah, this is... And this isn't even derivative. It's watered down. It's totally watered down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, all right. So, appropriately named Lemon <laughs> <laughs> gets a two from Vito. And, uh, ooh, you're right, bro. Yeah. From Shawnee. Ugh. Maybe they should take lemon, put some powdered sugar in it, some butter, and then they can have a lemon buttercream. <laughs> then maybe it would be pretty good. Well, then at least I'd eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. I sure would. You might even call it refreshing. I would. <laughs> I would definitely call that refreshing. <laughs> well, that's it, folks. That's it. Uh-huh. Like us on the Facebook. Instagram. Twitter. Go to iTunes. Mm. Click that button. Subscribe. Mm. And then when you're done with that, they got a rating system there. And you could do us uh, all the way to the right. <laughs> I, like how, I like how you almost got that wrong. I did. I almost did. 50 50 chance, Sean, yeah. you'll get it wrong. <laughs> Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> We're playing. We're playing roulette all night. Yeah. Or at least for the next two minutes. <laughs> Always bet on black except when Johnny's rolling. <laughs> I'm putting it all on odd. Odd. So anyway, guys, yeah, give us a give us a five star. You five know. stars up, bro. And then interact, bro. I mean just a trailer, bro. Yeah. There's tons of trailers out there. Tons. We don't always have time to see all of them. Nope. So, you know, you could give us a little shout out and say, hey, check this one out. Help a brother out. Yeah. You know, and then you might uh, might get a little shout out. We might give you a different other kind of shout out if it sucks. Well, <laughs> we'll put you on blast. Yeah, yeah. Shout out or put you on blast. We, we're not mad at that. It's a win-win, really. You really, yeah. Either way, you get a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But as always, guys, we appreciate you uh, tuning in to this jibber-jabber that we do. Jibber-jabber. We hope you're enjoying yourselves. So stay tuned, because next week we're going to have four new trailers we're going to be talking about. Mm -hmm. And until then, you know what to do. Go watch movies and watch trailers. Trailer up, bro. Trailer up.